Hey everybody, welcome to another great episode of Panic Attacking, the podcast where we talk about anxiety and comedy and read your topics, what made you anxious this week. My name's Andrew Chavone. And I'm Stephen Rogers. This is a great one. We finished, just finished recording. We talk about the anxiety of having a thing go viral and people getting mad that you think skateboarding was a fad. That is my topic, and I defend myself by explaining how I was into skateboarding 20 years ago. And with a lot of examples, I made a dissertation post of how skateboarding was a fad. That was so funny that you started with with being vague, like it could have been either one of our topics. And the more you spoke, the more you... Okay, it was me, and I (laughs) defended myself. Quickly unraveled there. Uh, My topic is uh, I had a couple of weird uh, interactions at my shows uh, this weekend. Involving bachelor parties. Involving involving bachelor parties and uh, just bachelors. Uh, (laughs) And drunk people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We get into topics uh, such as not not wanting to make the wrong order at a restaurant when visiting a new place. Yes. We have a few more. We got into the anxiety of having to text somebody you don't know for the first time. Like they give you your number and say, text them. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember the rest. They were shorter. Something about not being able to sleep, being bored. Yes. Being drunk, which I think we just made a quick joke about. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it. Yes. Uh, all that and more. Uh, please check out the Patreon. Five bucks a month to get four bonus episodes a month. And check out the YouTube Panic Attacking on YouTube. It's really good. People loving the videos. Check it out. Yes. All that and more, everyone. Stay tuned for the music and the episode. My heart starts beating really fast. I'm like sweating and trembling. Me too. I'm going gonna, gonna to die? Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to uh, a great episode that yeah. is about to happen. <laughs> I am, I'm a psychic now. <laughs> we haven't recorded anything, but good I'm, vibes. I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 2,000 likes. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if I like it, it's 1. <laughs> so we got a minimum there. How are you, buddy? Good. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, I just want to get things r- right going. I don't know how much time we got, but anxiety hot off the press today. Oh, anxiety through the roof. You you seem calm. I guess so. Yeah, I guess uh, you're just in in uh, pointing it inward. Right. That's what I usually do. I just point inward <laughs> until uh, it uh, collapses on itself like a black hole and sucks in everything around me. <laughs> it's like those those things where you see all the chaos happening and then it pans to the outside of the thing and it's just like yeah so like you know i'm sure when uh, when um when when the nuclear bomb went off in hiroshima yeah it was like a big deal but yeah. if you pan out to pluto yeah they're like earth looked great earth looked great <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's all about perspective, you know, yeah. in life. So uh, yesterday, this meme account aggregator, this account on Instagram that only posts screenshots of tweets. Okay. It has 2.7 million followers. His name is The Funny Introvert. He took a tweet I, I had just posted. Mm, I wonder who he's going to steal from. <laughs> 
Well, I got to tell you, it's not. I don't know if it's stealing. It's more of a um, what? What would you call it? A showcase, maybe? I, I, yeah, I would say a showcase. Because there's some accounts that will count cut off your face and uh, handle. And just the tweet. And just the tweet won't tag you. This guy gets the tweet and the handle, tags me in the comments. And okay. So, and every time he posts me, I get like, you know, a couple hundred followers. That's great. So a lot of respect to this man. Uh, he's anonymous. He might be a listener. I don't know. That's weird that uh, the account's called Introvert and he doesn't want to show himself. <laughs> Yeah, there's an account called The Funny Extrovert, and all he does is post pictures of him drinking <laughs> and out partying. <laughs> and the Funny Extrovert. And he's not funny at all. Yeah, yeah. He's... That's how extroverted he is. <laughs> he thinks he's funny. So I had this tweet where I saw on the, um, on the news that there is this that they're doing skateboarding in the Olympics for the first time in, in wow. this year. And I was like, well, why now? It was, the fad is over for me. Right. And so I tweeted, um, you know, funny that they're, uh, maybe I'll just pull it up. I don't want to butcher my own tweet. Um, this is what the tweet said. Uh, drum roll. Okay, said, Okay, not sure why the Olympics added skateboarding 20 years after it was a fad, but looking forward to the 2037 fid fidget spinner qualifiers. <laughs> I that, love it. Because that great. was a fad eight years ago. I did the math. <laughs> <laughs> I see you doing like all the research like you're about to rob a bank. All right, here's the years that it was in, <laughs> that they were popular. <laughs> You look like the night hacker where the you're just it's all black but you're lit from the laptop. Yeah. I'm wearing like thick rim glasses that are square. You got a hood up. They always have the hood up. <laughs> yeah, what are they protecting themselves from? Other computers that are around them? <laughs> I mean, you're looking at the computer. Yeah, the computer and the computer's lighting up your face. I know, yeah. And it has a camera in it. There's no one looking in the window at somebody on their computer. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like oh that's cool um that it reposted that the guy took the tweet reposted on his account got seventy thousand likes wow on his thing and i was like i woke up this morning because he posted it last night and you know i don't whatever i go to bed and i don't think anything of it wake up this morning a dm that said Screw you, man. Skateboarding is cool, and you're oh, lame-o. Was it Tony Hawk? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so then I checked the comments of this 70,000-like post, and all the co the top comments, I'll read them. Oh, no, you're getting attacked by the skateboarders union. Yes, but I just want to make my case here. So the comments said, the top comment says, <laughs> uh... Uh, you must be a scooter guy. <laughs> I mean, he got you good. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken like a true rollerblader. That's number two. <laughs> I mean, all right. I'm not mad at these so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's where they start getting... Uh, okay. Here's where they start getting um, hurtful. 
says middle-aged man making lukewarm jokes on Twitter. Okay, now I'm at your defense. And then the comment, top comment replied to that says, implies the presence of heat though. Thinking emoji. Uh, and then another, the comment after that says, skateboarding is bigger now than it's ever been. Just like this guy's prostate. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I do I do pee more often. I will say I will say I'm not sure I'm finding the comments funny as much as I love your delivery. <laughs> you delivered I, prostate beautifully. If there was a job for people reading tweets and mean comments, I'm in. Yeah. I would, I would love to submit a reel. Um so then uh, real mean. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a good one. Somebody wrote Lol a fad. Plenty of skateboarders getting paid more than Andrew the shitty comic ever will. Oh, boy. Must suck being a below-average white guy that cries about everything. All right. Cries? I'm not even crying. I, I don't care. I'm just saying. I. Hey. It, it's too late. To, I mean, they should have did it 20 years ago. That's all I'm saying. Um, and then somebody said, weird joke quotes. I don't like skateboarding, but it's hardly a fad. Hashtag nice try. <laughs> <laughs> And then somebody wrote, it's a 2B two bi- two industry. Mm-hmm. I guess that's 2 billion. Or not to be. <laughs> <laughs> that employs <laughs> thousands of people. But cool tweet, bro. Uh, okay. So what I'm saying. All right, make your address to the skateboarders people. Yeah, skateboarders people. Obviously, you people are, are did not live through the real fad of the early 2000s. Were you around then, Stephen? Or were you? I, I'm aware of the skateboarding fad. I was not a uh, part of it, but I because I didn't think I was cool enough to do it. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was cool. I just knew I couldn't pull it off. That's how you know it was a fad if I get involved. <laughs> all right, I was not cool, but I, I know was I like... saw your fidget spinners. <laughs> <laughs> the cure for anxiety, everybody. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I. It was, uh, th- this is how everyone got involved in the early 2000s. Tony Hawk Pro Skater was a video game. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 was an even better video game. Yes. Everyone had it. I was obsessed. I was like doing all the the secret levels, kick flipping and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, and it was basically, okay, so say you you play a video game where you're a hitman or something. Mm-hmm. Can you go to the mall and get a gun and <laughs> some, have people pay you to kill people? No. But you can go to the mall and get a skateboard yes. and just take it in your, your sidewalk and, and uh, skate around. I have a scar on my <laughs> elbow from the one time I was on a skateboard. That's awesome. <laughs> I have a scar from trying to join a fad. <laughs> <laughs> so take that. I have a scar on my, my eye from when the spidget finner went too fast. And it hit the side of my eye. It's so I, interesting that you tried to make a... You made you made this skateboarding joke. Some people got a kick of, out of it. The other people they got flipped. A, they got a <laughs> got a kickflip out of it. <laughs> you tried to beat me there, but I <laughs> I was five I was five steps ahead of you. You were four wheels ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ramp up to it. <laughs> I had to press X twice to uh, Ollie. Um, so the. Uh, what was I saying? Okay, so the Hitman thing was a bad example. I just realized that. But it was yeah. the first thing that came to my head. Uh, <laughs> all right, so how about I don't know this? You've seen the news. I feel horrible, everybody. <laughs> I'll probably cut this out. But all right, so let's do a different example so I, I don't get uh, in trouble. But 
Okay, say you're playing a video game about dinosaurs. Sure. You know where you ride them? Yeah. You can't go to the mall and get a dinosaur. Wait a minute. What? We're getting a news update. You can now go to the mall. (laughs) 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 News just in. A guy went on a rampage. (laughs) With the dinosaur from Rampage. (laughs) And uh, his name's Turok. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I love Turok. And roll. roll. (laughs) We're on a we're on a to rock and roll. Uh, To rock or not to rock? (laughs) To be. (laughs) To 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 rock in high school. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Well, if you haven't uh, if you haven't convinced these commenters that you're a nerd before, we have now. So I will say I loved the scooter one, yeah, and the rollerblade one. They're all good. Those I, were good jokes. They're fun. The rest, they're I don't know. They're lukewarm. The rest of them, <laughs> they're not great. They're not great insults. They're good. They're trying to find a way to to yell at you, even though they're not looking at the joke as a joke. Well, what what the I understand. So, say you you got you have a hobby or whatever. And some guy comes along and says it's a fad that was mm. over 20 years ago. You're going to yeah. be offended, and I understand that. And right. saying that it was 20 years ago implies that I'm 20 years older than them, which I probably am. Right. So I understand the jo- old jokes. But I'm just saying, if these people live through the peak of it, they would not. Un- they would. They would get my joke. And by that, I mean, so got the video games. Mm-hmm. After that, I got the skateboard. Mm-hmm. Got all the clothes. Right. I got a backpack where you could strap your skateboard to it. Okay. I got a um, little skateboard called a tech deck where if you wanted to skateboard and couldn't, you, you could do it with your fingers. It was a fidget spinner. <laughs> it was a fidget spinner. <laughs> Before they were fidget spinners. <laughs> this guy, is the, inventor, the inventor of this fidget, fidget spinner was like, oh yeah, I could. What if I just... I had a hole in it and went like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was doing tricks without even doing tricks. Uh, the 360. That one I never understood. The fidget spinner or the little skateboards? The little skateboards. That one I had a hard time with. I never thought anyone that was doing it was uh, weird or anything, but I was just like, I don't get buying this. I didn't get buying it either. I think I bought two. I opened one and I saved one for uh collector. For when they uh, blow up in 20 years. <laughs> In the, in the when Olympics. they're in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so this is, I can describe the peak of skateboarding. So I got all the clothes, I got the backpack, little little skateboard, yeah. which you would think would be the peak. No, the peak was... The little backpack that that skateboard went on. <laughs> exactly. You could get a doll that had a backpack and you put the thing on it. <laughs> and in that little backpack, uh, even smaller skateboard. Right. <laughs> They should have made figures to ride on these little ones. Yes, I think so too. But they just would you just had to do it with your hands. Yeah, uh, your this was the figure. Yeah, this your hand was the fig your hand was Tony Hawk. Yeah. Tony yeah, Hand. <laughs> so I'm got you know, so and this account posted it, so I have no addressing the people because if I write a comment on this there's already like a, a thousand comments or whatever. And I don't want to go through each individual one because they'll call me lame or whatever. But so this is the address for everybody. Um, 
so my okay. fellow skateboarders, my fellow my fellow skateboarders. I was I am one of you. I was one one of you. you there is like uh, in uh, Catholic school, they they would have like these really dark like lessons, yeah. but they were supposed to inspire you. But they were all very morbid, right? You know, Jesus is pretty morbid. Yes. And I remember I was like in second grade and there was a teacher that was like teaching us about, I don't know what the lesson was, but it was a guy who uh, went out to this leper island to do church. Yeah. Horrible resort. <laughs> I mean, I think COVID kind of ruined it. But... Every, everything there is falling apart. Oh, that got me good. That <laughs> got me good. Oh my god. Um, I'm a. I mean, that one stumped me. Uh, get a hand on. <laughs> get this guy a hand for that joke, everybody. I think that joke gave us a leg up on the competition. <laughs> My apologies if you're a leper and listening. Yeah, uh, no, no offense to the leper community. I hope. I mean, who knows what what will the future will bring? Uh, but at the time of this podcast, there I don't not, I don't think there's any leprosy out. In I the don't world. believe so. So, uh, oh yeah. So in Catholic school, this the leper our, island. Leper island. I was literally like maybe nine, mm-hmm. and the teacher was like, "Yes, this guy went out. He's a saint." I think we're learning about the saints. He went out. All the saints, by the way, horrible. Went marching in. They are. They're marching in with their heads off, on fire, (laughs) skin removed. There was one saint I learned about in first grade where the guy literally was put between two bricks or two big bricks, and he and he, and he was smothered. Oh my goodness! They're teaching about, and they and they get mad about. Uh, I don't know, violent movies or whatever. Right. Catholic school was the most violent <laughs> thing in the world. But they had this guy who went out to the leper island to do church, and every day he would be like, I forgot what he would say, uh, hello, lepers. <laughs> he would dress them like that. And then yeah. one day he said, my fellow lepers. And then everyone was like crying because he got leprosy. Wow. He dressed the lepers by my fellow lepers, and then that was the end of the lesson. And I was like, "Huh." Um, I just—I guess it just taught you something about pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of them, say my. And yeah. If you aren't, you say you. Uh, so my fellow skateboarders. Uh, <laughs> I have leprosy. I have. <laughs> I got it at the rest at the skate park. Yeah, my little my little skateboard figure, my my fingers go. My finger, yeah, I can no longer do the tech deck because I don't have a hand. <sighs> um, okay, so but the mall by my house, the outlet mall. This is the peak featured of- in Wonder Woman. No, no. There oh. was another one. There, the out that, that was the regular mall. Then there was the outlet mall, which you had to drive a little further to get to. Right. Uh, they built a skate indoor skate park at the mall. Wow! And it was humongous. 
and it had this um what is it called half pipe yeah that literally was like 30 feet tall wow it, it was like super big it was, was just like the video game man half pike or half pipe P- pipe even though sometimes you, i thought it was pike myself i thought it was pike yeah um and then that song by weezer i got yes. my, my hash pipe i thought it was hash pike for a long time like, I have no idea what this is. I have no idea what the hash pipe, what a hash pipe is. That's a, <laughs> that's a smoked fish that gets you high. <laughs> I got my hash pipe. Do, 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 do. I need mouthwash. I need mouthwash. <laughs> my breath will smell bad. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I would go to this place. Me and my friends would go mm-hmm. and we would pay and they'd let us in the skate park we had to buy pads because that was allowed. And I, literally, I had no moves. And I would go d- up the ramp and down the ramp. Not <laughs> even the big one. They had a mini one. Right. And I'm like, dude, I'm a, so hardcore. I just literally go, whoop, ah, <laughs> and get off. And I have no idea what I was doing. There was no lessons. Or there were, but I, uh, my mom and dad didn't get me any. But uh, so then, this is the so that was getting to the peak. But the very peak was... Tony Hawk and company and the people from the video game were doing a skate park tour across the country to all these things that popped up because of the fad. Wow. There was more than one skate park being built in malls. So they would come, they had dates and I don't know, remember how I heard maybe on MTV or something, but I took me and my, like my friends from high school that I reference all the time. And they were in that, that sketch I did. Oh Yes. The three of us went, maybe my brother went, and uh, we uh, literally like would stand on the fence and just look at them, look at Tony Hawk and- uh, Watch them skate? And watch them skate. And I remember there was this guy with tattoos and short hair who wasn't in the video game who would uh, like slam his skateboard. He'd go, damn it, and then slam it down. I'm like, I don't remember this guy from the game, but what's his, what's his deal? Did he just sneak into the park? Yeah. Turns out that guy's name was Bam Margera. This is before Jackass or whatever. Oh my God. I mean, I never seen a guy. He wasn't wearing a shirt and he was like getting so mad. And then afterwards it was Tony Hawk and I can't remember the rest, but then there were two guys at the end. There was this long table of, of skateboarders Mm -hmm. and you just go and like hand, I handed him the tech deck that I didn't open. I had a poster from the event. I don't know how. Wow. Tony Hawk signed it. They all signed it. And then by the time I got to the two guys at the end, I was like, well, that's the guy that curses. I don't know the other guy. Uh, I don't want to talk to them. They scare me. Right. Turns out that was Bam Margera and Ryan Dunn from Jackass. (laughs) Those two guys. Oh, my God. The most two famous people out of them, except for Tony Hawk. And uh, the other people were in the video game or whatever. But pretty crazy. Real crazy. And then Jackass came out like a year later or something. Maybe that was the peak of skateboarding. I don't know. And it's coming back. Jack is coming back. Yeah, but without Bam. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, yeah. So uh, that was the peak. The Tony Hawk Tour. Everyone pooping on me right now. Is there a Tony Hawk Tour coming to your house? <laughs> is there right now? <laughs> 20 years later. Is there a Tony Hawk Tour? Is there a skate park being built at your mall? Is there even, is there even malls? <laughs> Indoors with a huge ramp or whatever. I mean, they can't tell what's going on. They're at Pluto. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and then all of a sudden, literally like maybe it was, it wasn't even like a year later, after that tour came, the skate park got torn down. Right. Turned into a Costco. All the skateboarding stores at the mall. They shut. had ramps in bulk. <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to buy uh, a pack of 12 skateboards at once, that's a good place to go. And this is, this is an example about how anxious my dad was. Uh, I, I like uh, went down a ramp and I think I like skinned my knee or something. And he's like, no more skateboarding. Wow. <laughs> it's going to mess up your football season. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> turns out you messed up your football season. It turns out me being unathletic messed up my whole football season. <laughs> turns out me being uh, 100 pounds <laughs> really messed that up. And myself. <laughs> Turns out my uh, genome sequence really <laughs> messed up my football season. Your dad was watching all that. No, that's the skin knee. <laughs> oh, man. So funny. And he listens and he'll probably call me, but I, I, I think I like injured it more than a skin knee. It was more. Right. I had to get like a some kind of thing to wear around my knee but it wasn't broken. Right. But it scared him. So <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, um so that's that's what you're that's what I'm what I walked into. This was all this, this morning. This was all this morning, yeah. These uh mean comments and the prostate and <laughs> <laughs> The way you deliver it, now that I realized you delivered prostate so well because that's the one you're thinking about the most. I guess, yeah. I don't, it makes me think like maybe I'm due for something. I don't know. I'm well, you're get... in your 30s. You're not ready to get checked yet. I, maybe I am. I don't know. Well, I, I got to look that up. I don't. I don't. I have. I honestly have no idea. Yeah. What the parameters are for that? Oh, maybe it's time for a starfighter to check out the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Um, so anyways, that's what I'm dealing with. I wanted to think if I have anything else about that, um, about skateboarding, did the video game. Oh, then, um, then there, the Tony Hawk three was literally like, uh, there, there was no more skateboarding games after that. There's right. no more skateboarding games. The, the indoor park closed down all this, the, the shopping malls closed and i'm sure some other thing took its place i don't remember what that thing was do you remember uh no like uh well uh, maybe those gymnastics things where they had the sponge pool oh yeah where you could land in the sponges <laughs> and the the flips and all that you know what and that was safer it was safer and then they they now have the the trampoline rooms the they just built one by my parents' house. Yeah, I keep forgetting what they're called right now. Sky Zone. The Sky Zones, yeah. Sky Zone. Yeah, where you jump around. And those are way safer. Way than, safer. And I can see why the fad started going away, because it was dangerous. Very dangerous. This thing was, like, humongous. Yeah, <laughs> thank God that dinosaur fad didn't kick off. Right, yeah, a lot of lot, a lot of those insurance premiums. You see, I mean, <laughs> for, those, for those dinosaur parks. They tried one, and they've made three documentaries on it. Or made, no, five. Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park joke. 
Yeah, it, they had. Uh, I remember that park. Yeah, there would be the owner. Um, he would uh, talk to this every every um, time you went to the park. The mm. owner John Hammond would interact with a digital DNA. Yeah. And if this park really took off, he would have to go there every day and talk to this. I know. Talk to this dino DNA thing. It was, and and I'm glad it didn't kick off because it would have messed with his uh, other business, uh, KFC. So it, <laughs> it really. <laughs> well, that was the whole point of the park was if it took off, uh, you would make these chicken wings out of the legs. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if. You know, chickens are a form of dinosaur. Right. So, so and if, I mean, you think. You yeah. think chicken wings are good? I have a velociraptor wing or leg or thigh. <laughs> oh man! You ever thought that bothered you? How when they went to the park, they had that intro where the Dino DNA talked, and and then uh, and then like the owner appeared and then talked to the DNA. Yeah, did that bother me? I guess maybe if the park really took off, they would have a guy dressed up as the owner. Yeah, he wouldn't. Be, well, he was. Yeah, or they would have had a recording of both of them. Yeah, yeah, maybe, right, that would make more sense. Maybe he just appeared for to impress. He was doing it because he was still opening the park. Right, he was doing a lot of work himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, I got investors coming. This guy that was an archaeologist. Maybe, the, maybe This guy that does a thing with drops of water. <laughs> the archaeologist's uh, son and daughter for some reason. Why do they come? Oh yeah, no, that was his grandson and granddaughter. Oh, grand- oh that was John Hammond's grand- grandson and granddaughter. Yes, right. But then, like, I guess the archaeologist became like a father figure to them. Yes. Well, that grandpa's was- busy talking to Dino DNA. Yeah. He's busy, like, yeah, and the inner- he wants to be in it like a theater major or something. <laughs> He's got a concern. That's why the park went to crap. He was worried about his lines. Yeah, he's like, all right, now I got to go uh, audition for Cheers after this, so uh, let's make this quick, Dino DNA. He, that guy was in a couple movies. Um, yeah, okay. Jurassic Park 1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the Dino DNA animation really didn't have no, any career he, after that. Well, you could tell that he was acting. <laughs> you could re- see right through this guy. He was yeah. All- he kept moving around. He kept falling <laughs> apart. Maybe he was a leper. Um, all right. I got to get into mine. Okay. Uh, I was just in Boston for two days. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I'm familiar with their market. Yes. Uh, they have great chicken. Yeah, KFC. And um, so I was in Boston doing the hideout uh, for two nights. First night... Get there and uh, packed room. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. And the front row completely empty. Okay, and, I've had that a couple times. And I'm like, oh, okay. But they're like, it's it's uh, reserved. And I'm oh, like, reserved. Oh, okay. And they're like, it's a party. And I'm like, uh huh. And they're like, bachelor party. Bachelor. Bachelor. Now, if you're not familiar, like if you're not. A, Deep in the comedy uh, nerdism, a bachelorette party. Bachelorette. Bachelorette is probably one of the worst things you can see in a comedy show because they got the penis whistles, they're probably drunk, and it's all about them, and they usually heckle. Yeah, and uh, it reminds me of this. When I was um, 
a busboy at the Funny Bone. There was this comic who I had never seen before and never seen since, but he had this joke where he's like making fun of the penis whistles. He's like, mm-hmm. can you imagine working, being the foreman at that factory? All you make are penis whistles. Can you, can you imagine being the account receivables at the penis whistle factory? <laughs> and I've always thought about it. Yeah, who makes those? <laughs> I hope they make other things at that factory. Yeah, uh, well, it's not uh, plastic vagina whistles, so uh, that'd be hard. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. But, but guys, when they go to their bachelor party, typically they go to a strip club and girls. They usually do some other thing, um, where they go to the comedy show or they go to like a play. I don't know what else they do, but we only see them at comedy shows. Yeah. So the bachelor, the bachelor party shows up, and it's all big guys. Like, and I'm talking like uh, the way you should have been built built for football. Uh, the way I should have been built. Yes. yes. Uh, if um, if John Hammond could inject their DNA into a frog egg, they they look more play, like it, John Ham than John Hammond. Uh, <laughs> so they, they it's all these big guys, muscular guys, and I'm like, there's no way that these guys don't heckle. There's, there's no, absolutely no way. There's no way they don't heckle. Because they're probably drunk. They are drunk when yeah. they get there. And they lost the groom. It was like hangover. They couldn't find the groom. Why do they call it roofies when you end up on the... <laughs> on the ground. On the ground. Uh, <laughs> the only good one. Um, they find the groom. They, the show doesn't start till the groom gets there. They start the show. Uh, every comic is doing well. No heckles. But I'm like, the closer we get to me, I'm headlining, the more drunk they're going to be. Right. And I get up there, and they, but they were talking occasionally. They'd say something, but they weren't yelling. Okay. And I'm like, okay. I get up there, and I'm doing a show. The, the show, they're great. They're wonderful. Uh, then there's these four women that are kind of drunk. They were very nice, but they were taking selfies of each other. And they, so I made fun of them for taking selfies, obviously, during a show. And then I'm interacting with the bachelor party, and I start talking to the groom, and I'm like, hey, man, where's, when's the wedding? And I'm picking on him, like, lightly and not making fun of him. And he goes, ah, I have anxiety. I'm sorry. And I'm like, boy, do I have a comedian for you, jokingly meaning me. Have you done your anxiety chunk yet? I had my, done done my anxiety Uh. chunk. I had plugged the podcast already. And I go, boy, do I have a comedian for you? And he goes, Gary Goldman. And I make fun of that he mentioned someone more famous than me. But I, he mentioned Gary Goldman. I'm like, oh, this is a comedy nerd. Yeah, and plus Goldman, I mean, not really, because Goldman talks about depression. Right, but he's still deep cut. Still deep cut, yeah. You, for, he didn't He didn't say Amy Schumer. Right, he didn't say Jerry Seinfeld right. or, or uh, even... Or Brian like, Regan. <laughs> exactly that was my next word uh, <laughs> name and uh he didn't say someone that's on netflix all the time or whatever so i'm like oh that's why they're being so good this guy's been brought here because he's a comedy nerd ah this all makes sense now he came be- for a night out to watch comedy and yeah and- most most men are fans of women taking their clothes off this guy is a fan of you talking about your problems. I was thinking, yeah, <laughs> I was being, uh, I was rem- removing boundaries, and 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 
<laughs> you were you were a different kind of vulnerable. Yeah, I was removing uh, the clothes of uh, protection. <laughs> I was re- I was revealing myself different than most bachelor parties are used to. That's right. Uh, so I was showing him my inner nipples. Uh, okay. I thought that would get you to laugh. It just was too weird. Um, <laughs> some people do have inner nipples. What? The nipples are point like away. Oh, they, inverted nipples. Not inverted. like nipples on the inside of their body. No, that's even weirder though. Yeah. That's like a, uh, a He-Man villain. <laughs> inside nipple man. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. He's, Nipped. He just he just an action figure without his shirt, but there's no nipples. Yeah, but you see the, the little bumps. That, but they're somewhere else. Yeah, they're going inward. <laughs> it was like, like indents. Yeah. But just not even where they should be. They're like yeah. up, up here and down. <laughs> You're there. on his shoulder blades. <laughs> on his thigh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. So, uh, yeah, when he, you can tell when he's cold because he's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, his, 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 his insides he, are getting poked. He's got a heart, he has a heart attack when it's cold. Oh man, that was fun for me. Um, so he man, he man's coming back. By the way, yeah, I know. I'm so I'm gonna watch it like today. I think is it come out already? I think it's out. I saw some like nerd guy post about it. Oh great, uh, Greg. <laughs> he, he no, some other guy. Oh, I was gonna say everyone listening knows Greg. That's true. Yeah, this guy's name is Ray Goots. He said, uh, oh yeah, he said episode one was good, episode two wasn't, but the other ones are good. <laughs> I'm like, great, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, I guess, I guess I've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to Ray. He's a friend. He's of, great. I don't know. Great shows. Um, so then uh, we, uh, after the show, the one of the, I guess, bachelors comes over to me and uh, grabs a stress ball. And uh, he goes, hey, we all have anxiety, and and takes it. And he immediately, as he's talking to me, he's squeeze, he's squeezing it. And then he. So you have your stress balls all set up. I had them all set up. That's awesome. The whole bat, the whole bachelor party was balled up. And uh, did they pay for them? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, only, I I didn't take one from any from the groom, but uh, okay. Yeah. The bachelor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the bachelor. Yeah, I don't know. He will be a groom, but right now he's a bachelor. Right. So what are the rest of them? Groomsmen? They're the bachelor men. <laughs> We're a superhero team ever. <laughs> we are the bachelor men. Do we do this podcast when I did my brother's bachelor party? No, but I think you've talked about... Well, I've heard your stand-up bit about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he wanted to go to... Uh, he wanted to go hiking in Austria, and I was like, "We can do the. We can go to a strip club down the street from where you're getting married, oh, uh, the day the day before. We can go. <laughs> we, can, we can go see a stripper uh, from Austria. I'm like, I'm not planning because the, be- the best man has to plan out uh, yeah. all this stuff. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Austria, beautiful. G'day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another, put another shrimp, shrimp on, on the, the bobby. Uh, <laughs> then he goes. He goes in the front and drives. Yep. Uh, it's good to see your ADDs uh, not acting up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for the, those listening, he's playing with the curtain behind his head. Well, I just 
The sun's <laughs> coming through. All right. I don't know you had any kids. Uh, so my son. <laughs> my son. Get me back, my son. So the second night, we have a show before the show. Uh, at show a, before the show? Yes. At, at a different spot in Boston. Oh, okay. Uh, the booker, Caitlin uh, McPhee, set it up. Who, by the way, not a fan that you trashed her place on the podcast. She listened? Yes. What? Uh-oh. You have to know that these are recorded and anyone can access them. I, I Well, Caitlin, I'm sorry, but it was a funny story and uh, there was no heat. And then Steven had to get a dusty blanket for me that I asked him to take off immediately after he put it on because it was all dusty. I stayed in that same place. You stayed in that? I stayed did, Peter, in that, did you sleep on the chair? Peter I slept, slept on in the, the bed. Couch. Oh, there's a bed? There's a bed now. But... Uh, I slept in the bed, and as she was letting me in, she was like, I better not hear you mention the place on the podcast. Oh, my God. And I was like, that was Andrew. <laughs> so you're in trouble. I um, Everybody, if you want to listen back to that episode, that's one of the funniest stories. You're doubling down. I can't remember, but it was one of the funniest stories. I don't remember what it was called, but the, just listen back, everybody. Uh, it was a lot of fun to <laughs> recreate that house. <laughs> well thank you Caitlin for letting me stay there I love your home anyways uh, thank you for letting us stay there and I remember we when we, out, we went out to breakfast that day I was making fun of the house to her yeah. and she said well I, it was nice enough to let you stay there and I'm like yeah good point <laughs> and then you made fun of it then I made fun of it on a recorded, recorded episode <laughs> uh, but I did apologize when I made fun of it to her face Yes, but that you recorded after. Well, it was funny. <laughs> and plus, we probably, that's all we did was yeah, go to that house. True. But uh, I think it's a great... And we recorded in the house. Yes. I remember we recorded yes. in the house. Yeah. I, I was going to be hard not to talk about it. We're recording in the house. We were in the very house we were recording. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we... There should be a movie about that. That scene where I'm all cold and shivering <laughs> on that dusty couch, and then you come and pull the blanket. You're never gonna work hide out. <laughs> you pull the blanket over me, and I go, "Take it off! <laughs> Take it off! It's dusty." You, you reacted like it was a smallpox blanket. I reacted like the most spoiled uh person of the world it's like if i was in the desert and you gave me water i'm like take it away it's tap <laughs> get me evian so we uh <laughs> we're staying there uh anyways caitlin uh booked us on this other show before the show at hideout and the show starts late and they start at the same time as the hideout show so peter had to run to hideout right after his set and I had to do the same. So normally you, you know, if you're headlining a show or featuring on a show, you get to watch the comics before you and get a uh, read of the crowd. Right. So I'm arriving to the show I'm about to headline maybe three minutes before I'm about to go on, which is not enough time to gather your thoughts. Okay. But if the show had started on time, we wouldn't have had that problem. <sighs> right. Uh, the earlier show. So then... I walk in the hideout room. Right away, I see Kelly and Eamon. What? 
Kelly, Kelly. They came? Yes. What? Did they give you a heads up? No. I, she told me she did. I couldn't find the message, but they came. So I was surprised. I was like, and I literally st- see them. I stop in my tracks and I go, oh my God. And I hug them and I say hello. I set up my camera. I'm all ready to go. Peter just gets off stage and the guy, a guy in the front row stands up and gives him a standing O. And I'm like, oh, they're, they're great. I get on. The guy's hammered. Oh, God. Hammered. And the guy next to him is just as drunk. And they're w- with a woman who doesn't seem to be as drunk. Okay. And they're s- the sloppiest I've ever seen human beings. But they're having a great time. And they're in the front in the hideout? They're in the front. Oh, my God. First joke, they start talking to me. And I'm like, oh, God. And <laughs> they're like h- hunching over. <sighs> That's what we wanted in a comedy show. Slumps. <laughs> Slumped over. I felt like I was in one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the story makes me crave Sloppy Joes. So they uh, they start talking to me, and, I'm, and I'm, I didn't even get to finish the first joke. What was Peter's face when he was getting off stage? Was it smiles or was it like aghast? Like it was a rough time. I don't even know if I looked at him. I oh. was still getting ready. It's a good hint. <laughs> I didn't have time. I got my hand as soon as the guy was like, <laughs> So I'm up there, and they keep interrupting and, like, Ugh. talking amongst themselves and me. And I stop, and I go, Hey, man, I'm glad you're having fun, but these people, you know, are, are also trying to hear this, the show. And I get applause, and I'm like, oh, Okay, they've been a problem. And... Uh, <laughs> And some people are yelling, shut up, to the guy. And uh, I get thrown off from it because I go to start another one, and the guy is, like, yelling about another thing. And okay. Then, and I immediately start looking at Kelly and Eamon, giving them a look like, here we go. You're going to hear this on the episode. I, No lie. I, I deal with this for about five minutes, trying to get started and do jokes. I stop and I go, I don't normally bring this up this early, but I have a podcast about anxiety. Uh, it's And uh, you might all want to listen to next Monday's episode. And oh the audience God. goes nuts. Wow. Because that set, the guy, I lost all place because I could hear them in my ears louder than me, like thoughts. They were just so loud. So I started a joke. Who are they? The son of Sam? <laughs> Yeah, there was a dog there. Uh, <laughs> you became a mailman. Yeah, uh, I feel bad for Kelly and Eamon. I mean, they got to experience you suffering, but the uh, <laughs> they don't, don't. I think they live a, like a ways away from Boston, don't they? They drove all the way there to see some drunk guy be a jerk. I know, and I'm immediately feeling for them. So what I did was I bailed on my original plan of like the order of jokes and just did every new joke that works that I could think of. Because my thinking was, now Kelly and Eamon are my audience. Okay, that's I'm cool. I'm just going to do jokes I know they haven't heard and do whatever I can. I All I can hear in my like left ear is those two guys. And I'm just trying to look at everybody else and do the show for everybody else. Shout out to Kelly and Eamon, by the way. If you guys check out their, their candle. Dot B Co. Dot B Co. They're one of the first listeners we had that would tweet at us, so... That's the background. They were not just some guys. I don't know. No, they're great. Yeah. And they, the, Dot Bico's got killer candles. They're really awesome. She's got her first uh, craft show coming up. She's nervous about I saw the TikTok about it. Yeah, she's going to do great. Uh, 
but I'm like, and then everybody else is like on board and like trying to be good audience members because these guys clearly are too hammered and don't know how to, they just didn't know how to do a comedy show, I guess. I'm doing well, I and I close as strong as I can, and everybody seemed to have a good time. I have people coming up to me going, man, you handled them great, and I was, like, I got a couple of pause breaks on how I handled him. Then, <laughs> I'm talking to Kelly and Avon, and this guy comes over to me. Nice guy. He said second time. He might have seen me before and came back, is what he meant. I'm not sure. Interesting. Uh, Maybe but, he just was so drunk, he thought he saw Gary Goldman and it was you. <laughs> So he comes up to me, he shakes my hand, he goes, great set, leaves, comes back and goes, that drunk guy is falling down in the bathroom, and he was talking about how he's going to come and see you and buy you a drink. So uh, get ready, I just wanted to warn you. And I'm like, you're the best man there is. Uh, And Kelly and Eamon are standing there going, oh boy. He shows up, he's talking to Peter, and uh, I go to Kelly and Eamon, I'm like, hey, how about we go downstairs? And I go to go downstairs. The other drunk guy stops me, and he starts uh, handshaking me and doing the bro hug, but he keeps doing it, and he keeps saying the same thing over and over again. Like what? He, what does he say? Well, he loved. they both loved me. They're like, hey, we have anxiety. and wow, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, what, the kind you gave me? And uh, <laughs> uh, he goes. Well, that's not anxiety. That's Coors Light. <laughs> They ended up being really nice guys. I don't know if they just never been to comedy shows or they're outside of their homes ever. <laughs> uh, and he's like, yeah, it's so relatable, the anxiety thing. And he's hugging me. And then Kelly's standing to my left. And uh, uh, he's like, are you on Instagram? So I'm like, oh, Kelly's right there. I'm just going to make her laugh through this guy. So he's like, you on Instagram? I'm like, I got everything on Instagram except reels. And I Kelly starts laughing. She's like, oh, my God, he doesn't have reels because I bring it up on the pod all the time. And then I'm doing these things, and I'm watching Kelly laugh as I'm doing with this guy. And the guy hugs me, his beard's on my face. And uh, then the other guy shows up, the one that interrupted the most. He comes over, and I see Kelly and Eamon bail. They go to the stair. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. I don't blame him at all. And uh, I'm talking to them loop just constant loop of bear hugs and bro hugs and you were great and i was like stuck in this half pike oh it's pretty nice though it was uh, very nice better than a loop of uh people saying your prostate's big (laughs) i saw them writing on some uh introvert instagram post but uh anyway (laughs) Then I go downstairs, catch up with uh, Kelly and Eamon. They're come. They're possibly coming to New York in the holiday season. Oh, awesome! So hopefully we'll get to see them. Maybe there's more candle fairs. Yeah, I'm hoping to uh, get some more candles from them and uh, caught up with them. And then I'm like, this is great catching up with them. And then the anxiety of them, like, oh, they're great people. They support our show. They love our show. But I don't want them to get sick of me talking to them. Yeah, we we uh, this, this we've thought, had this before. This thought runs in my head before. Yeah, and because I, I love love them, they're great, but I don't want to be a burden to them. Right when I have that thought, Kelly goes, "Hey, great seeing you. It was a lot of fun. We gotta we gotta get going." And I was like, "Oh my god, we hit it at the same time. That's awesome. We hit it at the same time. That's awesome." 
was like, great. no wonder we hit, we hit it off with, with our listeners. It's the same inner monologues. Well, I can see, I know you, and you probably were like, you know, emotion on your sleeve. Like, you probably started I'd, doing some uh, weird uh, signals, signal cues <laughs> that you don't, you're not even aware of. I, I was packing a suitcase in front of them. You, were, that... you, you had your watch, like, up to your eyeballs? <laughs> yes. Like, the, for, for the last minute of talking to them, you slowly looked at your watch and then moved it slowly toward your face. <laughs> you started putting, like, GPS in, into your phone, <laughs> like how, how to get back to your hotel. Well, I didn't want to stop talking to them, but I didn't want to be a, a problem. That was my concern, not leaving. Well, they're very respectful. Yeah, they're cool great people. people. Yeah, and uh, I I know I need to be more subtle, like someone that checks the curtain behind them thirteen times. But... <laughs> we got to teach a subtlety master class. <laughs> Well, I got two angles, so I was going to cut to you when I checked the curtain. <laughs> but when the other angle is you saying you're checking the curtain, it kind of, kind of falls apart there. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, it was great seeing them. They uh, they love the, the pod. They said our last episode was really fun. They, they feel like we've gotten back into our groove. Uh because we were having our time with tech and, and all our stuff. So they were saying... Uh, That's good. Yeah. So we're. Uh, it was great seeing them. Thanks for coming out, Kelly and Eamon. Thanks for coming out, Kelly. Thanks for listening and Eamon as well. I th- even though I think Amy... Or I'm sorry. Um, I think just Kelly... Amy wasn't there. I think just Kelly plays it for Eamon while he's driving or something. Hey, he was aware of uh, who I was still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we got some some uh listener tweets here i just want to get into before we wrap up everybody so every week we tweet what's been making you anxious sometimes we do sometimes we don't but feel free to write to us if we do and if we don't as well um so there was like this old one we got right after we recorded the last episode i want to talk about because it seemed like a big deal and this guy was very emotional you know what actually we'll say that for last we'll do some silly ones first sure First uh, uh, person said, I'm visiting NYC soon and worried that I'll pick the wrong restaurant menu items and I'll miss mm. out on something amazing. Now that I can relate to. You ever, I mean, this happened, I was out with Maddie uh, like two nights ago and I got something I d- didn't like at all. And uh, She out-ordered you? She out-ordered me and the whole meal, I'm like, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even enjoy whatever i ordered yeah you're just I knew staring I at her meal just yeah there's this great sketch on um on netflix it's a sketch show called uh, i think you should leave oh man that's one of my favorite sketches from the new season where they're the professor out, they're, prof- they're out with the professor and the guy the professor keeps saying i should order that burger and then uh give me that then he i'm just joking and then uh, he's like, the guy's like, feels weird. He's like, would you like a bite, professor? He's like, well, okay. And then he eats the whole thing. I'm going to eat the whole thing. And then his, and then says, you're going to tell people about this, aren't you? So I want a video of you saying that you want to kill the president. The black. <laughs> Anyways, 
watch the new season of I Think You Should Leave. Yeah, we just butchered that whole thing and you revealed should, the end. But same episode. There's a hat court case scene sketch. Best sketch I've seen in a long time. Are they reading the transcript about oh the guy's hat? Oh my god! While he's oh in the jury. Oh my god! What the hell? <laughs> and they say he had dice in his pocket, so he takes it Stop out. Stop fucking with him. He took takes out his pocket. <laughs> Don't tell the ending of this one. Either. Oh my god! Every, all of them. I I don't usually like sketch shows, yeah. and Maddie put it on. We had nothing else to watch, and I and I binged the whole thing. It's so funny. Yeah, and everyone, everyone ends like it doesn't beat the premise to death, and it's amazing that they have all these sets, all these actors, all these extras for like a minute and a half joke. It yeah. feels like when in SNL, it's like a crap stage and you know it's fake tables and there's only like the actors who are on the show and the sketch will last like for like 10 minutes and you're like i get it just end it and then this one i don't want to poop on the show who knows it might be working there if they see the funny introvert but if uh snl's what if if snl checks out this podcast i kind of shot myself in the face but well it it happened with caitlin's house I kind of will anyone we talk about to listen. Um, so this guy Mark Mark Cam Dash Three, what do you what what do you say for this guy? I like to. Uh, I'm getting better at reading reviews, and I'm getting better at uh, asking people that work there. Caitlin used to be in. You know, she's lived here for almost 13 years and worked in the food industry and the service industry. And I was like, how can you tell when a server really likes a thing and a server will usually push the thing they like and, and you can tell the difference. I, I don't remember exactly, but it's clear what they really like and what they're like. We have this, you know, so I usually go with something that the server that lives in New York has probably eaten all their food likes. This is my tip. Look, get the first thing that's listed on the menu on the entrees. That's usually the best thing. The really? S- the specials, take it or leave it. That's old fish. Oh, or specials are never special. Take them away unless it's some kind of crazy catch of the day, which I'm a big fan of. Really? Because then that's on the special because you just caught it. Have you had the half pike? <laughs> yeah, it made my uh, stomach hurt. Um <laughs> Skin to your knee. <laughs> so, like, there's, like, something on the menu that's, like, zoomed in or bigger font. That's usually, like, the best thing, I feel like. Don't mm. go something crazy. Don't get don't get the lobster at the diner. Get the uh, the, the omelet. Okay. You know, like, I don't know. What you, that's my example. Because, you know, sometimes the you, you get the diner and you flip through, and then at the end there's, like, lobster. And you're like, yeah. oh, cool. But that's all the way at the end. Right. Because they they don't want you to order it. <laughs> I don't know why it's. Like, I don't know what I'm saying, but get the biggest thing on the menu. Get something you know you like, and then you'll. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't experiment with anything either. Like if you never ordered escargot, I wouldn't start at New York City in a fancy right. restaurant. Right. But that could be fun, I guess. But if you're going to a fancy place, I would ask servers because the menus. It. I don't think they really. You're talking about a diner menu. Uh, that's just the example. Yeah, Maddie and I also went to the seafood place. That was like kind of fancy, and uh, I don't recommend anywhere going anywhere that has like cloth napkins because the portions there are so small. And I read that more expensive restaurants are less. It's tacky to have a lot of food at a fancy restaurant. 
you want they at fancy restaurants these people who are wealthy go just to have a small portion with like designs on it and the thing like is shaped in a pyramid yeah and has like the 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 garnishes in a way that look like people climbing up the pyramid or right something. it's all about the presentation at a fancier restaurant so sometimes the fancier restaurant isn't always the best unless you like looking at good food and then eating it <laughs> i'd go mid-tier because the food is good and the portions are good and that's all i care about are big portions yeah and i trust new york reviews like if you can find new york reviews like if you know it's like a New York site and not tourists. And I would go on Instagram and not look at their Instagram. I would look at the tags. Yes. The tags yes. of the Instagram are the real photos. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yes. That I didn't know how to, that's, that's New Yorkers being like this or people that visited that like this stuff. Cause when we checked out resorts for, when we were going to Aruba, we would, uh, we would look at the resorts Instagram and then we'd look at the tags of yeah. the people who are actually there, and it was just like night and day, you right? Know? Just um, like the uh, the resort Instagram has like flamingos gracefully flying, and then the tags are like this overweight guy, like sleeping on a rock, you know. So <laughs> being pecked at, being pecked by, out by by a pigeon, flamingos. by a pink pigeon who's painted, <laughs> pigeon wearing stilts. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, a pigeon wearing a mask uh, of a, you know, like... um. He's got a sock for the beak. Sock for the beak. <laughs> oh, my God. So I would do that. Okay, so we got a couple more here. Um, uh, somebody said, uh, Drunken Progressive said, I forgot to t take my pills and I already started drinking. I think he came to your show. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was there. Yeah, well, we know what happens. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. So shout out to Jason W. Shaver, who uh, almost sounds like half of my last name. And then we got Kevin Elliott from uh, Kevin E. Elliott, who wrote uh, Not Being Able to Fall Asleep and Being Bored. Compound topic here. Hmm. Well, if you're bored, listen to the podcast and check out the YouTube. Yeah, and then you'll fall asleep. And then you'll fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> if you're actually having trouble falling asleep we did talk about it on the uh when we had ashley book roberts because i also have trouble i had trouble falling asleep I'm a little better now exercise supplements of valerian root magnesium melatonin and uh what was the other one magnesium yeah i said that i thought oh i heard melatonin melatonin valerian, valerian root. root magnesium exercise yeah and if you have trouble doing all sleeping after doing all that, then listen to a boring thing on YouTube, mm -hmm. and that'll put you right to sleep. Not our podcast, but like uh, I know I was joking. I think our podcast is very fun. I recommended to my dad this uh, Australian guy who uh, talks about these obscure World War II battles that happened in Australia. Wow, I'm and falling asleep already. So boring. <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name, but. Look at Battle of Milne Ridge. I think that's the one I fall asleep to. And I, I'm, I'm like two minutes in. I've been listening to this for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. They're Australians. Um, so, okay, we got, we got one more before we get to the serious one. 
No, wait, no. Okay, so that's all three of them. Uh, here we go. This guy wrote, topic, phone calls are extreme. This one's from Benjamin Carpenter. First time writing in. Smiley Ace, 78, 76. Oh, he he wrote in actually when we did Joe List and Joe yes. List made fun of him and, and kept saying, sorry, Smiley. So Smiley A said, uh, phone calls are extremely anxiety inducing for me. The other day I had to do something with a guy I, I had known like from a distance but never really talked too much. Mm-hmm. So I had to get his number from a mutual friend and just text him telling him that we had this thing together. And I had to think about what to say for two days until I could finally tell him. Then we had to call each other, which is even worse. So two parts, had to get his number from a mutual friend. I had to text him telling him that we had this thing together. He had to say what he, okay, yeah. I've been in a situation too where you're like, no one, you don't know this person that well, but you have to text them. So you write out your text and you edit it. You're like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Let me, now the message is too long. Let me take it out. Okay, there's too many exclamation points. Let me put one exclamation point, take out the other one. I have also agonized over texting somebody I don't know. And then you want to say, this is me. This is Andrew. But then you're like, oh, does he know Andrew? So then you say, this is Andrew Chavone. And then you're like, does he even know who I am? So then you say, <laughs> this is Andrew Chavone from the mall that we met. And you get, told me to text you. Right. Then you're like, all right, maybe that's too much. So then you say, this is Andrew Chavone from the mall. <laughs> <laughs> I had that recently. Uh, I left my notebook at a... Uh, uh, County Club Green Room, and our friend Ben Katzner picked it up, but he wasn't going to be at his apartment. And uh, he's like, "My girlfriend will be home. Here's her number." Oh God! And just I'm, tell her. And I texted her. I'm like, "Hey, this is Stephen Rogers, friend of your boyfriend Ben Katzner. You have my comedy notebook. Put in all the info. <laughs> when can I come to your house?" <laughs> And then what'd she say? She was very nice. She was great. She was like, hey, Steven, no problem. Uh, happy to give it to you. Here's when I'm free. But like, so once someone like, maybe she knew I had anxiety, but once someone's like, hey, I get it. We don't know each other. Let me do my half of the conversation. It certainly helps. And Smiley, the thing about switching to phone calls. That's, yeah. I feel like that's a little nerving, but once you do it, it's way better than agonizing over the wording of a text. Yeah. Because you're going to be like, get everything out in a conversation. And even though sometimes when I uh, cold call somebody, I have to say, hi, how are you? This is Andrew Chavone. We met at the mall. Um, (laughs) They're like, huh? Why do you keep bringing up the mall? (laughs) I don't know. Skate park. (laughs) Hey, we met at the uh, Tony Hawk tour. (laughs) <laughs> this is uh this is kind of related but i ordered this piece of furniture on target and i got an email and said it's been delivered and i go outside i'm like great and there's no package there so uh i call the customer service or i go in this chat box and i go hi uh um you know you order you open your order number and you go hi my package said delivered but it's not there and they go hi my name is Bill. Uh, How can I help you? And I go, yeah, hi, my name is Andrew. Uh, I, I repeat that the chat, and I say, it says delivered, but it wasn't there. And they go, what is your order number? And I type in my order number, hit enter, and they go, what is your name? I have to type in my name, which I already thought I did. And then, yeah. and then I say, 
what is your email? I type in my email. They go, okay, we'll look into it. Then the guy says, it says it's delivered. <laughs> I'm like, I know. But it wasn't delivered. I walked outside and I didn't see it. And they in the chat box says, well, it's, uh, did you check your neighbor's house? And I go, I live in Queens. I don't know if that's even allowed. But so I, I literally left my house, walked around, didn't see anything. Right. And then now I have to open a new chat. And they go, hello. And I go. Oh, you do the whole thing again. I have to do the whole thing again. So, uh, and then my internet goes out. I have to open another chat box. So now I'm like, all right, I'm just going to say everything that I think they're going to ask. So I say my name. I say, hi, my name is Andrew Schoen. This is my order number. I had a package delivered, but I walked outside. It wasn't there. Uh, I looked around my neighbor's house. (laughs) Oh, shit. Everyone, a light just fell down. But all right, well, we'll wrap this up soon. But uh, the guy, the chat bot and and said... uh, uh, sometimes uh, the delivery man will say it's delivered, but it's not. So once he gets through his truck, it might be. So check in a couple in two days. So two days later, I do the chat again where I say, "Hi, my name is Andrew Chavon. It's my reference number. Uh, it said delivered, but it wasn't." And I looked outside and I walked around my neighbor's house. It wasn't there. And then the guy said, "Wait two days," and I did. And then I walked outside and it wasn't there. And the guy goes, "What is your email?" Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> And I basically had to copy and paste everything I said in that first chat to him in various points. And then he said, well, it says delivered, but it uh, you say it wasn't, but we'll refund you. Oh, thank God. Wow. So I don't got no furniture, but I got a refund. And uh, I had to talk to a bot for like five different times. Man. And that was, uh, and I don't even know that. I, I don't even know if it was a real person or a call center, but. I can relate to you, Smiley Ace. <laughs> but if I just got on the phone with these people, I right. feel like it would have been a lot easier. I think uh, when you're talking to people, if you make fun of the fact that you're nervous, sometimes that breaks tension. I, I've done that in the past. Or if you, some sort of tension breaker up top seems to do it. Or just asking them how they're doing. Yeah, open up with, uh, hey, how's it going? And sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, who, who is this? <laughs> This Andrew Schwann, my email is this, and I have it. You, you know, the mall. Because <laughs> sometimes they know who you are, so. Yeah. You don't have to go into all that spiel. That's but right. maybe they they don't know who you are, and they're being nice, which I do all the time. I pick up the phone. Somebody goes, just goes, hi. It's unknown number. Hey. Yeah, so, uh, well, you know, the thing we talked about a couple weeks ago? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no idea who you are. <laughs> And then finally at the end, I'm like, uh, yeah, just, uh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I, we have to, I think we have to wrap it up, right? Yeah. Uh, we have to wrap it up. Uh, well, Smiley, I hope the phone call goes all right. Uh, it, you know, unfortunately it's like practice. The more you do the phone calls, the better it gets. Yeah. And you could open the the phone call with, Hey, I haven't talked to somebody on the phone in a while. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, sorry. I've <laughs> uh, been busy at my job at Target Chat. Or just tell them that you went through your neighbor's house. <laughs> anyway, one and two business days. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Shout out to uh, Kelly and Eamon one more time. Thank you for coming this weekend. Uh, 
thank you everybody for checking out. Check out the YouTube. The videos are getting a lot of. Uh, they, Kelly and Amos said they love the the videos. Oh, awesome! And uh, yeah, check us out on YouTube, Patreon. Five bucks a month, you get four bonus episodes a month. We just did two so far. We got two more to do, and the second one we did. We previewed that Rush sketch I've been teasing. Yes, and uh, Matt Move Mountain said that that should be your uh, profile picture. Yeah, the picture of me dressed up as Getty Lee. Yeah. Great impression, by the way. Uh, And uh, also, my dad called me and he said... uh, he said, oh, I checked out this old uh, podcast episode you did. And I'm like, what, what? What? You just put in my name and put podcast? And he said, yeah, you know, I, I need content. And I said, join the Patreon, Dad. <laughs> so he did. Oh, my God. So That's why our- I got a notification that said Andrew Chavon joined dro- the Patreon. Yeah. I was like, why would he join our own Patreon? So now both of our parents are on there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. Pretty great. We're doing it. Got our parents' approval. That we had that from the beginning. I know. My <laughs> don't dad, don't call me. I know you approve of me. <laughs> or you can call me, but just don't. Yeah, don't call me about that. Uh, that's great. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thanks for the new subscribers and uh, check uh, check out the Patreon and anything else. Leave us a review because we got a couple in a row, and now we just need a little more, and it boosts us in the algorithm. Right now, when you search panic, I think if you put in P-A-N-I-C, we're like the 12th result. So we need more, more. Um, I want to be like, when you put in panic, we're the first ones that come yes. up on iTunes. So we need some reviews, and you know, just write, love these guys, lol. There was a great one, uh, came for the Regan, stayed for the infectious laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a wonderful one. I know. And uh, our good friend Emily Bernard, who uh, just emailed me, uh, left a really nice one, too. Oh, beautiful. Well, thank you, everybody, and uh, see you next time, and stay tuned for the outro. Stay tuned, everybody. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Really appreciate all the support. If you like the podcast, please share it. Uh, Tell all your friends. Give us a high rating. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we're on social media. I'm uh, at not Steve Rogers on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Stephen Rogers Comedy on Facebook and StephenRogersComedy.com. And I am on uh, Twitter, A Chavon, S-C-H-I-A-V-O-N-E. Uh, and on Instagram, I'm Andrew Chavon, same spelling as before. On uh, Facebook, I'm Andrew.Chavon. And my website is AndrewChavon.com. Perfect. Thanks for listening and see you next week, guys. See you next week. Okay.